Hey guys, welcome to the Tech Points Africa podcast. My name is Muiwa. My name is Oluani Femi. I'm Emmanuel. And I'm Tej. Welcome back, Emmanuel and Nifemi. You guys were missing last week. <laughs> Thank you. Right, Thanks. I hope Thank you guys you. are better now. Yes, I am. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's good. It's good to have you back. Welcome. Okay, so it's raining phones this week, or should I even say this month? It's just raining phones all over the place. What's going on? Heritage. Mm. They're just you've been busy reporting funding, 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 funding. What's I don't, I don't know to be honest. So I don't mean if I'm shocked because it's I don't know, like maybe investors have been holding money since the beginning of the year to spend in November. Right. So it's interesting. <laughs> or is it maybe the pandemic? Or maybe they, they've been processing it for a long while, but because of the pandemic exactly, things slowed yes. down. And now and just everything is busted. <laughs> before the end of the before the year runs yeah. out and all. So we started off the week with um, Talent mm-hmm. QL. Um, Adiwali Yusuf, our um, ex-publisher, left to start the company. So they raised $300,000. Yeah, we mentioned it last week. $300,000 pre-seed. $300,000. Yeah, pre-seed investment. Pre-seed. That's, that's pre-seed. almost $140 million. Almost $140 million. Wow. Wow. Interesting. Wow. Interesting. Interesting that <laughs> about, I think, half of it or more than half came from the lead investor, Z Crest Capital, and they're like um, Lagos based, mm. right? So, I mean, yeah, so local investor. Was, yeah, local investor investing in local That's interesting. startup. In a local startup. So they want mm-hmm. to use the funding. It is to quite carry understandable. Out. Yeah, I mean, it is. It is. 300k is no, no small feat for procedure. Yeah. That um, seems like it's, it's quite of a, like understandable because um, this startup is focusing on local talent mm-hmm. building um talent in nigeria beyond the regular space that we know it for like lagos yeah. it's looking into other local markets so it's understandable that local investors are very very interested in the startup yeah yeah and also looking at the pedigree of the founders uh they right, to, right. Uh, that, that pushes uh, like the narrative me. that Syrian opinions. Mhm. 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 Yeah. Cool stuff. So, so, uh, Heritage, what are they going to use the money for exactly? The three hundred okay, so, um, dollars to carry out, like normally, to carry out the operations and build campuses they want to in Ife, because Ife is their first location. They're, they're going to be busy. Out of Ife, right? But Ife is the first, Ife is the first location where they will have their campus before spreading out to other places across um, the country. Except Lagos State, like, yeah, what Nifemi said. Okay. So they used it to do that and uh, carry out operations um, basically. Wow. Then also, yeah, interestingly, yeah. the local stuff too, we saw um, this guy, Prosper Otemuiwa, co founder of um, Eden. Also yeah. involved in the proceed rounds, so as wow. the founders themselves, even investing in startups. Mm. startups. Yeah, that, that's, so, yeah. that, those are those are good signs about a growing ecosystem. Like the ecosystem is coming of age. That that's very that's that's cool to know. That's cool. Okay, mm-hmm. there's more funding news again. Right. <laughs> we're not rested. We're not recovered yeah. now. Another proceed. So yesterday, <laughs> yesterday, yes. Autocheck said, okay, well, since starting to. Raise 300k. <laughs> Let's add another zero to it. 
and <laughs> they raised $3.4 million pre-seed. Wow. Pre-seed so is the largest pre-seed funding we've, we've had in Nigeria. Right. Okay, Double is the one that um, Kudabank Kudabank was 1.6, yeah? Okay, yeah. 1.6, yes. 1.6 million dollars wow. last year. So ah. they, they want to disrupt Africa's automotive industry. So not just Nigeria, Nigeria, Ghana, before moving to Kenya, then I think uh, when I spoke to Etop um, the day before yesterday, he said, made me mention of going to North Africa. But yeah, so they want to actually disrupt, disrupt um, Africa's automotive industry. And um, the lead investor for this was um, Lagos, London, and Nairobi based Telcom, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And US based 4DX mm-hmm. Ventures. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, and they just um, launched like four months ago. That, that was in that, August. That, that they went yeah. so they barely started. And now they've raised three point four million. They wow. barely started. Uh, so it's not so surprising because um, and and this is a trend. Like even our report covers this is the West African decade reports. The serial, serial entrepreneurs raise more money. So with with yeah. with talent queue, we had Adwali and uh, of Techpoint and Okoyemi of Ojobama and Wugo host. Um, this Etop Ikpe, for example, now was running Cast 45, mm-hmm. and before that, he mm-hmm. was mm-hmm. A, a member. It was a Conga. It was a founding, was a commercial director. Conga. Yeah, he was a founding team member. Exactly. So he has a lot of experience. He's, he's a and serial he's, entrepreneur. And he's even in the same he's, industry, cars, automobiles. Oh yeah. yeah, I I still don't. I, I know you Car covered finance. you covered the story when he left Cast 45 to start Auto Check. To be honest, I'm still yeah. confused how what they are doing is different because I know Cars 45 helps people purchase secondhand cars, but is that not all the same the same thing that Auto Check does? So yeah, Auto Check is covering like like the end to end process of um let's say car financing and dealership in the sense that okay, so Cars 45 for example, they just did um they dealt with um matching buyers and sellers, right, of cars. But AutoCheck is taking it to another level of bringing fi- um, financials into the market to okay. offer, like, financing, car financing, right, loans to people that want to buy cars, hmm. right, they can pay in interest later, right, and also bringing um, workshops, car workshops too, okay. into the space. So it's not just, you know, um, a marketplace for connecting car um, buyers and car sellers. Yeah, so it's, it's how I put it, a whole ball, uh, different ball game entirely. So you're adding financials into the space, you're bringing in more data, more insights offered to people willing to pay for it and all that. Mm. So, yeah, it's it, it, it's different from, I mean, you can see they are almost the same thing, but no, it's actually it's different. It's different. But he's yeah. the founder of Cars 45, right? So he left, Sorry? he's the founder of Cars 45. Which is still running. Yeah, he, left he said he left to yeah, start he left it to do this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that's really <Wow>. interesting. <laughs> He's <laughs> competing yeah. with himself or what? Okay, no problem. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> then we have still not recovered from I mean, that. We'll one. never know the full story. Underfunded. Yeah, exactly. We'll but never yeah. know the full story. Then there's another funding round again. This time, not by Nigerians. Yes, okay. Um, the founders are, I think. Cameroonian or Ivory Coast, something like that, but they are US based. Yes. So, I mean, they added another zero to the three point something that. Uh, is wow. What is going on this week? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so cheaper cash, um, a Pan African or let's say an African focused cross border payments and peer to peer payment startup. 
mm-hmm. raised $30 million in Series B funding. Cool right? stuff. Cool so, stuff. Um, the interesting thing is that December last year, they raised $6 million. That was their second seed round in December mm-hmm. last year. Then this June, they raised $13.8 million. And in less than six months. Now, they are raising $30 million. Like, in the space of one year. So it's just um, 12 months, rather. And adding it to their first series edition um, and seed fund of 2.4. So they raised like $52 million in two wow. years. It is crazy it stuff. It's crazy, Jeez. to be honest. But, but wow. is that, is that yeah. not somehow... I, I mean, this is good news and it's happy. Everybody's happy. But somehow I, I see the the worrisome side to it that there isn't so much so fast. Is that not mm. worrisome? There will be so much of dilution of... Shares and even the founders, they'll continue to dilute their shares because the way they just keep raising, they're probably going to be raising again now. So as much as mm-hmm. we are so happy and it's so positive, I'm also worried about the speed and the frequency at which they're raising. Maybe it's it depends on what but... they want. What do you de- use the funds for? There will be a pitch to investors, probably what they want to use the funds for. It might be coming a little more to AM, too close to each other. But maybe they have plans for it. Yeah, I mean, right? All, all they are saying they are using the money for is to expand, and that's what they said the last time they, they raised. Mm-hmm. So are, are they saying they've run yeah. out of the thirteen million dollars they raised just a couple mm. of months ago? So it's, I think it's Silicon Valley mentality. You know, yeah, like they're, they're more US based than Africa. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're pushing sorry. them to keep raising. No, I mean they're pushing. I know some exactly. some investors are probably trying to cash out. Some investors mm. are probably trying to, mm-hmm. to like okay, raise again, raise again, push. I just well, I just. But hope. I think the founders can be dilu- can can be saved from how do I put it? Can shield them from, from dilution. Their yeah, because I've read up on stuff. Of, yeah, so maybe just the investors are diluting their own shares mm-hmm. and they keep their own. But there's something like growing too fast, and I don't know. Yeah. We'll see if it will catch up with hey, them or I, I hope if they, they can, will they actually can keep pull up. through with it. But it's interesting to know that uh, Jeff yeah. Bezos, Amazon founder, exactly, yeah. was part of the round via his personal, exactly, yeah. um, personal Bezos VC fund. expenditure. Interesting stuff. Yes. That's really interesting. So this is his first plane to the African um, space. Space, right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, tech space. So it's a bit, maybe we're going to be seeing some you make further ones, Amazon yeah. integration, maybe. <laughs> hmm. Probably, uh, probably, yeah. Uh, okay. Interesting stuff. Congrats to all the startups that raised this week. There was also one, uh, of course, is they don't identify as an African startup, and even the founder doesn't really identify as African, but he's a, he's a Nigerian American. Um, Tomiwa is that his name? The guy behind Calendly. They also raised a 3.4 billion valuation. Wow. What's with the trees this week? Wow. Three, 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 everywhere. Calendly. Everywhere. <laughs> yeah, Calendly. Wow. Oh, I, yeah, this one is Nigeria now. Doesn't see. Uh, well, I don't, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Anyway, let's ah. just move on. Uh, well, we started with the good news, but let's go to a bit of, well, I, I don't know that I'll call it bad news. Uh, in Kenya. Yes. So, Save Border. Yes. Is um, ex- exiting Kenya, the Ugandan startup. Yes. So, um, the startup announced on Tuesday. On Monday, rather, that um, to be closing, pausing, as the word used, its operations in Kenya from November 27th. And this, mm-hmm. it says, was is, is because of COVID-19, the effect of COVID-19 on the economy, that it, it seems the mm. company might not recover anytime soon. 
And so the reasonable step to take is to post operations there. But let, let me get that straight. They, they are leaving Kenya because of the pandemic. Yes. But they are still in Uganda where they started and they are still in Nigeria. Nigeria. So yeah. these same countries were also affected by the pandemic. Exactly, in Africa. So um, although mm-hmm. th- that was the only thing that was mentioned, but there are speculations that there will... There are other reasons behind it, and one of that is the competition that um, this um, this the startup might be facing in Kenya mm-hmm. because Kenya entered the mm-hmm. market in Abim. It entered Kenya market in 2018. In 2018, by that time, there were like five major um, border alien platforms in the con- in Nairobi by that time when it came to join mm-hmm. and aside that um there were um, reports that before the pandemic before lockdown in march that was before um coronavirus was coronavirus cases were um recorded in africa um border riders in kenya for safe border they were complaining that their discounts are too high and it's affecting their own gains so they protested around that time so it's possible that some of them have moved on to other competitors or some of them were not able to recover from the crisis so there are many reasons that can be responsible for it because in nigeria um, it's only launched in nigeria in um early this year yes in ibado it was able to escape lagos regulation uh, regulatory ban on Okada and tricycles. So, but but since the uh, since Ope left market, Ope all right rather left the market in Ibadan. The only competitor has only has been Max. So we can say that is it was able to survive in Nigeria because less competition. Also in Uganda, it has the um, early entry advantage. So there are a lot of things yeah. that might be responsible for it, but we hope that should we conclude that it's going to survive in Nigeria? Hopefully, I, 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 don't, I don't know because Ibadan is not that much of a market. It's not as as big a market as Lagos. Yeah, but they have less competition there. So well, let's let's have. And hopefully they learn yeah. from anyway. whatever caused Kenya close down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, still still on Kenya's. Um, the giant telco Safaricom is under serious, uh, would I call it pressure or attack, Emmanuel? Uh, uh, I would say pressure uh, that looks like an attack for the most part. So uh, it appears Safaricom is being made to pay the price for its dominance. So Safaricom is like the dominant telco in Kenya. They dominate everything, mobile data and mobile money. So um last a few months ago or last year um mm-hmm. the kenya government invited a uk consulting firm to determine or investigate uh safaricom's dominance in the market so after its investigation uh the company analysis missing said they recommended that safaricom should be split into two the uh, mobile telecoms arm and umpesa so that was the recommendation that analysis missions gave. Now the Kenyan lawmakers are saying, okay, this the, this should be we should implement this and declare Safaricom a dominant market power. Whereas the operator has been fighting like really, really seriously that 
no, we are not a dominant market power. We should not be made to pay the price for being successful. So it's... Uh, What's the market share again? 60%, right? Yes. And for mobile money, it's 99% for Pesa. Wow. wow. <laughs> So yeah, yeah, and so they are not claiming dominance. They are not claiming dominance. <laughs> okay, so the lawmakers are saying Mpesa should be under the Central Bank of Kenya, while Safaricom should be under the Communications Authority in Kenya. So the two entities will be split, wow. different boards, different business models, different brands. They will not be related to each other. In any way, so that's what they. I thought Nigeria was heartless. <laughs> See, I have a bad feeling about this turnout because the major push for um, the use of mobile money at telcos. That is why it was like like, yeah. like can gain that much dominance. Mpesa is mostly used in Kenya. Mm-hmm. It's telcos, mm-hmm. so separating them is going to cause like they should actually be grateful to Safaricom. For helping them to push that. Exactly, because they don't know how started. Yeah, yeah. come and ask Nigeria now. Since 2007, like, <laughs> ah, come yeah, on. But at the same time, there's such just... a thing as a fear of monopoly and uh, practices that. But I mean, before, before MPESA, there was nothing like that, right? Yeah. In Kenya. Yeah. So it's like, so without they should, them, they should reap the benefits of innovating. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree, but you know, governments will always want to regulate. That's just how it works. They try to break up Microsoft in the US. Um, even Google um, right now. In the even in the earlier years, um, um, Rockefeller's company. I can't remember what the original company was. They broke it up into Chevron, Standard Shell. Oil. Yeah, it was broken up into Chevron, Shell, and all the other ones that we see today. So the things are yeah. always happening like that. Thanks so much, mm. Government yeah. always want to regulate and say, okay, yes, you innovated. We're happy that you innovated, but at this point, I have gotten to now. You are stifling mm. competition. You are not allowing other people to grow. Yeah. Well, I, I don't well, so the thing is even funny. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. But the yeah, funny yeah. thing is, Safaricom's competitors, Airtel and Telcom, they are owing Safaricom billions of shillings oh. or Kenya shillings. Interesting. For, Interesting. Are you kidding me? So I, I, <laughs> are you suspecting that they want to put the pressure on the government to break up Safaricom? Yeah, sort of, because Something. they've been planning a major to try and. Uh, make themselves mm. a little bit bigger so that they can fight. But that major, uh, for in strange circumstances, did not just work out. And the reasons they gave for it not working out are just not clear at all. So I don't know. But whether they split Safaricom or not, I, I don't see how Etel and Telcom can, because Safaricom dominates the infrastructure in Kenya mm-hmm. too. So I don't see how they are going to even enter the market. How they can... Enter the market, yeah. Yeah, anyway, we'll, we'll be following. Even we'll the following fact it. that Vodacom has about some percentage of, I think, sixty percent of Safaricom. Vodacom mm. is like South African and based telco, so I don't even know how the whole thing will work. Mm. Whereas it's left left to them to decide. We'll, we'll be watching to see how things will food and maybe there are lessons we can learn from Nigeria and other parts of Africa. Right. Yeah. Uh, before we go, just very quickly. As fleeting as this future is, let's just talk about Twitter's Twitter fleets. They've launched like their own story future. So everybody's just run, launching stories. Uh, right. <laughs> Ephemeral <laughs> posts. Post, like, it, and Twitter too has joined the view. It, like, it seems like they are the last, Twitter is the last social media platform that joined this craze of um, stories yeah. like um, disappearing um, posts. 
post or whatever it's yes, called. Yes, it, it yeah. was. It, it was actually. He started testing since March. I will be begging them not to do it. <laughs> he started testing since March in Brazil and India. But on Wednesday, it was mm-hmm. rolled out worldwide. And it feels like, well, it's decreased and people will accept it. So it's not a question of whether people will accept it or not. They've met with it on Instagram, on Facebook Messenger, on um, WhatsApp. I even had it on Medium. LinkedIn. Yes, LinkedIn. I even had it yeah. on Medium. Oh, it's on mm. Medium. I was, I'm oh, not confident, but I was surprised. So, right, so because, and it works <laughs> through the same um, process. So, we believe, I believe that people will up on it and might not forget it as easily as they forgot other features that came in, like the audio, audio tweets, and um, That's audio true. We've all about audio. Right. Mm, yeah. <laughs> so, and uh, another thing is, it seems people are um, more comfortable sharing images than text, which yeah. is kind of yeah. the the like what people like to do on Twitter. So, hopefully, people will put out pictures that they know within a short time it will be gone. And yes, another thing that people yeah. it seems well, interesting. Don't, don't Twitter to Instagram <laughs> or Snapchat. Uh, uh. Data. But another, oh <laughs> right. So, but, but another concern that Twitter wants um, to solve with this fleet is um, avoiding harassment because when you drop your replies under a tweet, and um, an open tweet, because people cannot log their replies now, you can be easily harassed, easily cancelled. But now you saw a story, you can reply the person um, in their can you try them privately instead of saying please open your dm that so and yes algorithm people can be seen easily instead of waiting for your mm. for your tweets to be seen you can just put it in stories and people on your timeline mm. can mm. find it so we hope that can see it. this is um twitter becoming like every other social media I think it's losing the taste. Like I Twitter, do, I, Twitter. I'm not sure I want Twitter to be like every yeah, other social media. I don't, I don't that hope that. Sure sure. Twitter is unique. <laughs> right. But, yeah, but, yeah. It's yeah, so we'll fine. See, we'll see how it is. We'll be playing around with it over the weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. We'll see how it goes. I, I, I've not tested it yet, but I'll check it out. I, don't, I actually don't use the Twitter app. I just use my browser. I don't like to use most of those apps. So I don't use Twitter app, I don't use Facebook app, I just use my browser. But I'll check it out. Wow. Is there a reason for that? No, those apps just push. Yeah, although you can disable notifications, but they're always trying to get you to just use the app. And I don't know, I just don't. And and with uh, with Twitter on my browser, I can there's, I can set a data saver mode where pictures don't load until I click on them and all of that. So it just works for me. Yeah. Oh, Okay. Anyway, so cool stuff. Uh, before we go, finally, uh, you heard it here first. Emmanuel, there's an event that is coming up next year. Let our podcast listeners learn about it before before we announce it next week. Drum oh, rolls. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we'll be launching mm-hmm. uh, digital, the maiden edition of. Digital currency event. Uh, it's called the Digital Currency Summit 2021. So we'll be, we'll be bringing the biggest, the brightest, and most innovative minds in the world of cryptocurrency. In January, the location will be at Four Points 
and of course uh, you will give you more details uh, when we announce it but whether you're a business person uh, crypto enthusiast a developer in fact the conference will be split into two we have a business conference and a technical conference so for those interested in the business side of things then you have a lot of discussions around regulations and fundraising mm-hmm. for crypto and a lot of other topics and for the technical side if you are a developer you want to learn about smart contracts blockchain um gamifying tokens and a lot of all that will bring in speakers seasoned speakers and industry players to come and discuss that of course we are expecting uh regulators too to be part of the discussion so don't miss out on this event especially considering everything that is going on right now and uh, the fact that crypto adoption in nigeria is blossoming at a massive rate in october alone during the nsas protest it's really huge 32 32 million dollars was processed in cryptocurrency so i want to build the money of the future at the digital currency events yeah so don't forget and Stay tuned. Yes, no? stay tuned. Let's say stay, stay tuned. tuned. Stay glued exactly. to the TechPoint website. Glued to point. <laughs> we'll give you all the details. Yeah. Uh, check our uh, website. Yeah, we'll give you all the details. You'll find out yeah. more, you get more details. But at least you know first before everybody now. So, cool stuff. Um, for those yeah. who are listening for the first time, where can they get the podcast, man? Um, okay, if you're listening for the first time, and of course, if you've been listening before, you know where to get it. Uh, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, iHeartRadio, Teacher, Spotify. And please don't forget... Uh, we're no longer on SoundCloud, so you can check any of all the other platforms we mentioned. And don't forget to visit our website, podcast.techpoints.africa. Yeah, and don't forget to drop a like, share, and review. Yeah, and of course, everything we talked about today, if you want more details, they're on our website. We'll put links in the episode notes or the description, depending where you're listening from. Final words, Nifemi and Heritage. Your mental health is very important. Be careful the information you consume. Subscribe to all our platforms, techpoint.africa, on Twitter, on Facebook. Subscribe to our website so that you get mm. good information. And don't forget community. Yeah, so what Nifemi said, and uh, let's see if we keep on seeing more funds coming. I like that, more funds coming. All right, guys. More funds and more It was funds. nice catching with you. See you all or hear from us next week. Bye. 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 Bye-bye.